A few weeks ago, we highlighted data from a recent survey that Muckrack did with journalists to gain knowledge on how they'd like to be pitched, how the industry has evolved in the past year, and how their relationships with communicators are going. Since then, One Pitch released their own survey of journalists because, as they told me, they thought the Muckrack's report was lacking specifically what journalists want and tactics for pitching them more effectively. And that, my friends, is what I'd like to discuss during this week's episode of the Spin Sucks podcast. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks podcast. I am Jenny Dietrich. If you do any earned media, you know how challenging it is to gain coverage for your organization, your products or services, your executives, and or your subject matter experts. Back in the day, I was so well connected with the top tier media that it was almost easy. But then the Great Recession hit and many of my journalist friends were laid off or furloughed and then laid off and I had to start all over again. It's gotten even harder in the past 13 months and has become a dog-eat-dog world or as Gloria from Modern Family would say, a dog-eat-dog world. That's always made me laugh. (laughs) Dog-eat-dog world. (laughs) So what is one to do? Okay, so according to one pitch, the answer is in what 50 reporters, editors, and freelancers from 39 top tier and trade publications have to say. And I will say that having read the full report, they are truly top tier publications. The Wall Street Journal, Gizmodo, Mashable, CNET, and so on. Very good. So let's start there. First, some of the basics. Just like the Muckrack survey found, about 90% say they accept pitches and incorporate them into the written articles, which is great for those of us who do earn media. Awesome. A total of 96%, so nearly all of them, said they like to receive pitches via email, and a mere 10% are open to receiving pitches through social media platforms such as Twitter or LinkedIn. Also confirmed, half consider opening an email if the subject line is compelling, and 38% believe data is important to include in a pitch. The findings also noted that 42% are actively speaking with sources on phone calls or video chats. Roughly half cover only one of the following components within their story, companies, people, or products, while the rest cover at least two of those things. One thing I found kind of funny is that three-fourths are not nearly as, um, let's say, obsessive as me and don't care about inbox zero. By the way, I am at, at at 16 weeks of Inbox Zero, which Superhuman, my email software, tells me every week. Gamification totally works on me. But more than half do use some sort of filing and flagging system in their inbox for pitches they receive. Superhuman is amazing for this too, which is how I keep my inbox at zero. I love it. But this is not a pitch for Superhuman. This is a pitch about pitching. <laughs> one journalist in the One Pitch Report said, It's always nice to be able to get pitched something that falls under my category in terms of tech, something I don't have to squeeze in in a weird way that sort of relates but doesn't. So I always appreciate the pitches that are like, okay, this connects to your phone, this is a tech product, and it falls under my beat, which is either a phone, a wearable, or anything fitness related. And another said, the best pitches are basically a CEO saying, hey, I have something cool, would you like to take a look at it? 
I mean, some of my favorite pitches are just like people that I kind of recognize, maybe I do, maybe I don't, who say like, hey, this is an interesting thing. Would you like to take a look? As someone who is pitched constantly for this podcast and the Spinflex blog, I agree with that. If someone says, hey, I know XX is your passion and I have someone who can give you an in-depth look at it, I'm probably going to respond. The biggest takeaways from this report, though, are that many of the journalists from places such as Mashable and Gizmodo provided actionable tips for you to use. I'll have some of them for you in just a few minutes after I yell at my small child for continuing to come in here and then slamming the door shut. I'll be right back. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack, and the second is the PESO Model Certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO Model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co slash spinsucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co slash spinsucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers, and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts, the PESO model certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited PESO model certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now back to the show. Okay, I'm back and hopefully she's going to stay away. Let's talk about some of the tips that the journalists provided. Number one, you can't pitch somebody right after they run something on the thing that you're covering. This is a huge one because I know many of us, myself included, have had an executive say, why weren't we included in this roundup? Or why is competitor A covered here and we're not? And then they expect you to call the journalist and get the organization covered. Ain't gonna happen. <sighs> so don't do that. Number two, ideas can come internally or they can come externally, but having exclusive, that's one of the main things that reporters are looking for. And similar to that, another journalist said, we don't do many embargoes, unless they're given up to us exclusively. Likewise, if you're pitching contributed content, make sure it hasn't run anywhere else. This is a consistent conversation we have with clients. We will never ever get a media outlet or blog to run your article if it's already been published. You would be shocked, shocked at how many pitches I get with the article included and the email says, so-and-so have already run this and I thought you'd like it too. No, you thought wrong. Don't send it unless it's exclusive. And number three, deliver your pitch in as few words as possible and don't use silly texting shorthands like TY or whatever, write properly. Amen to this one as well. I had someone send me a pitch that was actually pretty good and it said FYFY at the end. 
I'm pretty sure I know what that means. And it's not safe for work or this podcast, but I could not figure out why she signed off that way. Was she really saying what I think she was saying? I spent way too long trying to figure it out. I still have no idea versus spending time with her pitch. I just ended up deleting it because it was a rabbit hole. I could no longer be down and taken too much time to figure out why she had ended it with FYFY. So there you go. The one pitch report also includes tips on how to write subject lines, when and how to include data, and when a Zoom coffee date is appropriate. There are lots of goodies in the report, which would make for an hour long podcast episode if I went through all of them with you. Instead, I'll link to it in the show notes so you can download it and keep it on your desk for when it's time to get your pitch on. And last but not least, because we're talking about earned media, I would be remiss if I didn't mention Michael Smart in some way. If you don't already know him, follow him, read him, or engage in his paid content, you had better best get your butt over there. I'll link to his website in the show notes as well. He is the king of earned media, and anyone who does any pitching at all needs to know him. He's also a super nice guy, so nice, who has become a good friend of mine over the years. But I would totally recommend him, even if I didn't know him. He's that good. And that, my friends, is what I will leave you with. More pitching tips from top tier media outlets. Go get your pitch on and I will see you next week. If you want to chat about the one pitch report, which I found really interesting or how awesome Michael Smart is or anything else marketing or communications related, and you're not already in the free SpinSucks community, you can join us there at SpinSucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's SpinSucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. I'll see you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review.